Welcome back, everyone. This is Klaus Kohlmeier, your host of the Unconstrained Conversation podcast. Since we like to mix things up a bit, today we're doing something a bit different. Super producer Luber Ellingson and our amazing editor Ted, without whom there would be no way I could deliver a new episode week after week, have spent countless hours listening to the last 50 plus podcast episodes, extracting and compiling the absolute best career advice from the many, many conversations. At Ideas, we're passionate about the industry and helping to grow the next level of leaders. We fund scholarships with some of the best hotel schools, provide free revenue management, fundamentals courses online, and work closely with a number of associations and organizations around the world. We also have an absolutely amazing internship program, which has been named WayUp's top 100 internship program for two years in a row. And here is hoping to a third this year. So here is the best of the best career advice for aspiring revenue and commercial leaders from some of the most respected experts in the industry. Enjoy this amazing conversation compilation. And as usual, if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. First off, we start from episode 21, a conversation with Dave Roberts, who is at the faculty at Cornell uh, for students coming into the discipline, well, for students coming into hospitality, uh, if you're graduating now, I would say the next 12 months will be a little tough. Um, I'm super optimistic about the travel business. And so I would tell anyone who's graduating and going into hospitality, congratulations, you've made a wise choice. I mean, this is, this is uh, I'll sound a little philosophical, but humans are social creatures and we're meant to be around other humans. We're meant to have experiences. And there's a ton of psychological research, some of which I'm incorporating into my course, that says that experiences are more valuable than things. And it's so true, it's almost become a cliche. Um, there's another Cornell professor who I've, I've read a bunch of his work, uh, who says that things, are, they, they'll make you happy for a little bit, but they are external to us. There's like the person and then there's a thing. Whereas experiences are part of us. They're internalized. There's no us and then separately the experience. It actually becomes part of us. And with that context, people are going to travel. We're meant to be out and about with other people. And given that, I don't see any scenario in the future where there's not an enormous boom in travel, you know, as soon as it's safe to go. Yeah. And a couple things I think about why, why that why that's going to play out that way, and the, the reasons for my optimism are uh, I think of concerts. Why would any human go to a concert? I've been to a couple of concerts recently, not in the past six months, um, but why? You can probably get better sound quality listening at home, and yet you don't. Um, I got to go to an Eric Clapton concert that year and a half ago or so, two years ago, at Madison Square Garden. And I can't even believe what a great experience that was. And it's not about the music itself. It was just about the music. I would play it on my phone. Mm. And it's not. It's about being around other people. It's about the experience. The same thing is, if you know, if you have a guest speaker or, or even, you know, a lecture series. I want to go see people in person or a sales event uh, or, or incentive trips for business. All of those things, they're highly desirable because that's kind of how we're wired as humans. 
So that's that's what drives my optimism. So I would tell I would tell students graduating, you know what, you've joined a fantastic business, fantastic and exciting industry, and there's so much to do. Uh, you'll never get bored. And congratulations, that's what I would say. Second, we will talk in episode 25 with Isaac Colasso, VP of Analytics at STR. That's good. So, so the so the advice for somebody who is like a young you, uh, many <laughs> many years ago, uh, and is sitting sitting there listening, saying, "I'd really love to kind of get started in this." Is that is that the attitude of like data is fun and be curious and and just go for it? Is that what what your advice would be? Yeah, that is the attitude, and that's how I got started in this. Uh, You know, I was a marketing guy. Truly, I was a film guy. I really was going to be a producer. That was my goal to be in the movie making business and to produce. That's why I took the business degree so I could understand the financing and all that. Well, I fell into uh, data, and um, and and that's in it because I could. I could play with it, and I think that's as long as you're just willing to try and just see what it, you find. I think that's how you get into this business of data. You just got to be curious about it. And you just got to like to play with data and sit in front of your computer and spreadsheets and just do things. I also have lots of books. You can't see my books, obviously, but I'm always look reading up new ways. I do everything myself many times, even formulas. I rather write my own formulas because then I understand it. So, again, it's that level. It's a level of detail. To me, it's like making a movie. Yeah. That level of detail. Why do yeah. they spend so much money on movies and sets? Because the level of detail matters. Yeah. Data, the level of detail matters. The more you get into it, the more you will understand. If you're going to take a hands-off approach, you're not going to get the understanding that someone like me who gets into it will. As simple as that. So get dirty with data. We'll then move to episode 30 with Claudia Infante, VP of Revenue Strategy at Margaritaville. What would be your recommendation for uh, for people that are listening to this? You're obviously in a leadership role um, for a medium-sized uh, hotel company, and you've mm -hmm. been pretty successful with other companies as well before. Um, what kind of recommendation would you give people that are starting out or are listening to this and saying, "Well, I want to be where I want to be where Claudia is. How do I get there?" Um, you know, it's it's really interesting in these times because everything that we thought we knew is kind of being thrown out the window, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, at least at least in the technicalities of it. So so the the funny thing I think that has kept and has remained is is um, is a very basic level of decency and humanity, right? We're all in this together. This pandemic is a worldwide pandemic, and we're all affected. If you're starting your career, make sure that you are keeping up with your contacts, that that people that you meet is, uh, you know, have a good impression of you, that you work hard, that you develop a good work ethic. There's nothing like that. Right. People come and go. But people who have good, good work ethic can fit can fit in any team. And, and that that I, I look for people in my for my teams to um to be willing to do a lot of work and to be willing to learn and know what you know, know what you don't know and, and, and be willing to, to say, Hey, you know what? I don't know. Help mm -hmm. me, you know, teach me. Um, and, and, you know, in the day of, in the day of information that we live today in the era of information that we live today, take some time to, to, to cultivate yourself, go find something that you don't know and learn it. Right. And, and it doesn't have to be in your discipline. It could be in any other discipline. 
especially in, in the travel industry, there's so many different um, uh, branches, right, of, of information, revenue management, distribution, connectivity, uh, operations, front desk, loyalty, CRM. I mean, there's so many things. So, you know, if, if you're a learner and you want to and you want to grow, it's, you know, learning is usually the best way to, to move your career forward. Episode 38 with Karishma Singh, Area Director, Finance and Revenue Management, North Area at the Indian Hotels Company Limited. What advice would you have to a person that is interested in the, um, in the discipline? I think that's a great uh, question and a great, uh, uh, you know, a, a great food for thought sort of a thing to uh, reach out. I would just say that uh, in my experience, what I've seen is that revenue managers are, are built of some really solid material. They are data scientists. They are used to dealing with a high level of uncertainty, even when they have to generate their forecasts, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, they yeah. are very, very good with communicating across all levels of the organization. That's a very, very uh, critical skill. So I think in terms of skill set, a revenue manager has got some very good DNA in them. And how they can utilize this in the current time is for all those who are starting out, you know, operate like a startup. You don't, there is no yesterday, there is no tomorrow. You just have today. You need to, you need to think on your feet every day. You need to think beyond traditional rooms revenue management because today uh, survival depends on generating revenues from various avenues. And you never know where the next big a revenue generation opportunity is going to come from. So it's really important to keep your eyes and ears open for new revenue generation opportunities. Uh, as far as pricing goes, I would say, and, and you know, I'm, this is a topic very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that be very, very careful before you drop your rate, because that's the easiest thing to do in today's time. And in all of our experience in the past crisis that we've seen in the world, uh, it takes almost double the time to make a recovery on your pricing than what it does to drop it. And COVID-19, we all know, is a situation. It's not going to be long-term. But if you drop your price and your positioning in the market, that's going to be very, very hard to recover. So when I say don't drop your price, all, all I'm trying to say is try to maintain a relative price position. If I stand for position two out of four hotels in my comp set, maintain that position diligently because it's going to be, the climb up back is going to be that much harder. And with the vaccination now hitting the world, it's just a matter of time when recovery is going to happen and we're going to see new trends emerging, you know, like revenge travel. Suddenly <laughs> travel's going to hit the roof and that's the time we have to switch the gears and, you know, be ready for the next big opportunity. So watch the pricing. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Also look at maximizing a spend per guest in today's time. So anybody that's walking into our hotel is a potential revenue generation opportunity, not just for rooms revenue, but, you know, can I throw in a meal? Can I do a bag of laundry? Can I throw a celebration offer and build all those opportunities for guests to proactively pick up uh, things? Because obviously people are traveling, but it's it's not like the earlier travel that people would travel and they would go out and sightsee and come back and just go to bed in the room. No, now the hotel is actually the focus of the holiday. 
So there's a lot of scope to generate ancillary revenue and do that at every step. And I would say last but not the least, uh, this is a great time to learn and expand your horizons. So go beyond your comfort zone, you know, get involved with colleagues from all across uh, various departments. If you're a student, read up on data, read up on analytics, uh, read up on operations even. The more we understand the industry, the more we can look at revenue generation and enhancement opportunities. So keep learning. That would be my message to my fellow revenue yeah. management colleagues. Episode 39, Steve Green, Principal Sales Specialist for Ideas Emerging Innovations. What would you tell a person that is graduating or is in school and thinking about opportunities in the hotel industry? First of all, obviously, not the best time to be in the hotel industry, but soon it will be the best time again. Um, and then specifically revenue management. What would you tell your younger self uh, that uh, they should be focusing on or, or mindful of or thinking of um, to be a successful revenue management leader or revenue leader, so to speak? Um, I think there's two pieces to it, right? Ask questions and ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Um, you know, so you can understand where things are coming from and not just this is a fact. Why is it a fact? So you, you have to be able to um, really dig into those things for the second piece is so you could tell a good story mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because revenue management is turning into this, this, this world or has turned into this world where we have to use the data to let people know what's going on so that we can make good decisions. Um, and all too often we see people, if they are very analytical, they have a difficult time sometimes uh, sharing that information and those insights that they can glean well with the world. And, and that piece of it is, you know, make sure that these folks are taking their speech classes and they feel comfortable and they're you know, active in organizations because it's a, there's a, a company in Minneapolis that uh, I love his title. It's almost as good as yours. Um, he's the chief storyteller. And this, this person does a phenomenal job of getting you from A to B with a purpose along the way. Um, and that's what we need to do as uh, revenue management professionals or commercial professionals is that, you know, obviously see the information that we have, ask questions about it, um, and then be able to interpret that. Um, it's, we speak of a foreign language to most. Um, mm. It's, it's mm. numbers and data crunching. Um, it's, whereas for other people, it's German or French. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's, that, that would be my two cents on that. Right, so. right. Episode 42, Ben Thomas, Chief Commercial Officer at Penta Hotels. That's kind of what your advice would be for anyone starting in the, um, in the industry. Uh, lots of students are listening to this podcast and people are just starting out, uh, trying to get to the place that you are at. Um, what, what kind of advice? Is this a good time to start? Um, and and how do you, um, what, what would you say to someone who's asking you? I think it's always a great time to start. I think it's a really good question. So, um, for me, my background was a little different. So um, I was a uh, a barman. I, that's how I started. I started in the industry from the from the bottom, as we say, uh, and really took the opportunity to learn as much as I can. So I joined at a young age, um, and and worked in many areas where I had little to no um, experience at all. Um, and I remember being placed into a restaurant within uh, a few weeks and really having no idea what I was doing, but. Um, I, I tried to kind of then 
think to myself, okay, well, so the things that I don't know, how do I then um, kind of continue my growth and my career development? So I broke it into three main areas for me and always try and stay the same into these three areas. Um, and they would be number one, to set yourself targets and always believe in yourself. So I set myself a target once I joined the hotel I worked for at the time uh, to become an operations manager. And once I got to that much younger than I expected, it was then, right, I want to be a general manager. And I continued setting myself those targets, but I always thought two or three roles ahead. So I always thought, okay, how do, where do I want to go? And does this next role allow me to get there faster? Um, and sometimes that means taking a sideward step in terms of a role or being put into an area that you didn't ever think of. Um, but it always having that main goal in mind. And then the second one is always to be brave and be confident. Um, and most importantly, always uh, kind of be brave enough to, to make mistakes and to learn from those mistakes. Because it's always, I think, more so I'm learning more than ever now from a commercial field. And you just gather data and you just learn from those mistakes and you say, right, what worked? What didn't work? How could we make decisions that could perhaps improve those? And I remember one of the first GMs that I worked for, um, and he always told me that um, you never get fired or you rarely get fired for making decisions. You really get fired for not making decisions. And I think it's that's true. always stuck with me. Because I would rather make a decision and make a wrong decision and learn from it than just kind of stand there and do nothing. Um, and finally, I think, as, as we just discussed, it's to never really forget that you're in a hospitality business. Um, and actually, the art of hospitality is to serve people, to look after people, whether that be uh, our guests, whether that be our colleagues. But we're in the art of, of kind of delivering service to people. Um, and that's what I joined the industry for. And I think that's what has to remain at the core of our business, that um, even if we become so ingrained in data and so ingrained in looking at the minute amount of detail, we have to remember that there's always a human element behind whether the person that you're going to speak to, or whether the data decides to, to increase somebody's rate, whatever it may be, there's always a human element. Um, so those would be my well, three takeaways. And finally, episode 43 with Heidi Albignac, VP of Client Operations at Ideas. The reason why I've been able to sort of get to where I am today is speaking up, um, carve out your own destiny. So I was never afraid to um, put a plan together to say, hey, I think the next team should be X. We need to invest in Y. Um, I would be happy to help you achieve that. Um, and um I'm a firm believer in not coming with only problems, but come with solutions. And that's how you make a difference. And I think that's the important part that I want um, uh, people that are building their careers, that are in the midst of their careers, and especially females, don't feel undermined. Don't, don't feel like the underdog. Um, people will listen if you have um, something to say. So don't be afraid. Choose the challenge. That's the, uh, the theme, right? So remember that. Choose the challenge. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances. Check out the show notes linked to the episode. Help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating. And don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it.